You're listening to the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast, powered by the North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce and regional leaders like Bemis Associates. Let's make amazing. Why should your business be a member of the North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce? It's actually quite simple. The Chamber is dedicated to protecting and promoting the local business community. Our primary goals? To advance the region, help business owners network and grow, and to advocate on behalf of the business community. Joining the Chamber makes good business sense. We invite you to join the nationally recognized North Central Massachusetts Chamber today. Call 978-353-7600 or visit northcentralmass.com. Hello and welcome to the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast. Travis Condon, Cat Deal, as we continue our On the Road series. And today we are over in Shirley at one Bemis Way at Bemis Associates. And Cat, who is sitting across from us in their boardroom? Today we are lucky to have Ben Howard. He is the Director of Sustainability. And Ben, thank you so much for welcoming us into this beautiful space. Yeah, awesome to have you both here. I'm excited to be chatting with you both today. So we're excited to have you, uh, Ben. One of the first things I want to talk about is what exactly is it that Bemis does? Because when you come up here, it's a big facility. What exactly is it that you do as a company? Totally. Bemis is a global adhesives manufacturer. So that's really our bread and butter. We manufacture, we're a manufacturing company, and we really focus on adhesives. Um, those adhesives are used in tons of different applications. We're really heavily involved in the apparel market, a whole bunch of different sectors or sections of the apparel market. So that's kind of our bread and butter. That's really where we focus. But we also have adhesives that are going to consumer electronics products, into the automotive product, and just other industrial applications as well. But when you ask what Bemis does, we are a global adhesive manufacturing company. And it's interesting, too, when you think about adhesives, and you don't realize that there are so many different applications uh, for them and so many different products where you, where you just see something on there and not realize, how does that logo on there? How does that go on there? How does that pro- piece of the product stay on there? Yeah, they're in a lot. And, you know, it's interesting because I was um, doing a little research. In the 1950s, your last consumer was Michelob, where you were adhering the plastic inside the bottle caps for beer. And that was the last customer you did that in 1950s. And what a great blip in the the long history from the 1900s, um, which we're going to talk about. But it is very universal what you're putting these adhesives on. And and, and that's I thought that was such a great little interest, interesting little addition. I was like, well, that's a, that's different right there. Who does that, right? You guys do that. Yeah. And so Bemis has really reinvented itself. It's got a long history, as you both know well. Um, but the company's changed a lot in that history. And the applications that we're in, the products that we're a part of, have changed significantly. So yeah. although it's got this long history, it's really almost been like three or four different Bemises because we've essentially had to reinvent ourselves, the products that were in, the applications that we're in, when products change. Now, when you talk about the reinvention and and companies are able to do that and pivot and now last for decades, how essential is that reinvention over and over and over to the health of an overall company? Yeah, I think it's really important. And I think that we're fortunate that we've been able to pivot and be resilient and adaptable as market conditions change. I think one of the things that drive that is we're a privately held company that really thinks about the long term. So not so focused on, you know, next quarter's earnings report. It's, you know, we can make investments that are very long term oriented. And so I think that's been a big part of it. Talking about long term, Ben, you are actually fifth generation working at Bemis. That's not something you see in the 21st century. That's just not something that is a commonplace right now. Can you talk a little bit about the importance of that generational workforce for your family, but also for what it's done for Bemis? Mm, yeah, I'm, I feel super fortunate, right? I, 
think that that's really cool that it's this long family history. Although it's a fifth generation company, I really feel more second generation oriented. You know, my dad, Steve, he was CEO of the company for roughly 30 years. And when he came on board the company, it was a much smaller company. It was much more of a, of just a small family oriented business. We were in a few very specific applications and he came on essentially as the sales guy, mm -hmm. the, the market development, the business development dude. And that's really when things started to take off. We got into a range of new applications, new products, and the business grew pretty consistently for a long period of time. He helped expand the business globally. Point being, I feel more second generation because he had such a big influence on changing the mm -hmm. company. So it's it the, the family business part is a huge part of the company, and, and you know myself and many people feel really uh, proud and fortunate to be a part of it. And let's talk about you a little bit in the company because you've got a quite an interesting role as the um, director of sustainability. Can you tell us about your role and how important sustainability is to Bemis as a company? Yeah, it's a dream job right now for me. That's sure. how I feel about it. <laughs> Again, talking about being really fortunate, it's something that I care so deeply about. Mm -hmm. The impact that we collectively have on people and on planet, our environmental impact, our social impact. What an awesome job to be able to focus on how and think about how we improve impact on people, how do we improve impact on planet? Um, so my job is pretty wide ranging. I get to work on a lot of different stuff. I think about our greenhouse gas impact and I think about how we're reducing that and how we're improving our impact as it relates to greenhouse gases. I get to think about our operations and the environmental impacts that our operations do or don't have and how to improve those impacts over time. I get to think about and work on our social impacts, how we're affecting or impacting the people's lives that work at Bemis or other stakeholders that are connected to Bemis and improve that over time. I get to work on how we engage and participate in the community. So I really enjoy it because it's quite broad and it's a lot of things that I feel super passionate about. And it's core to Bemis. I mean, it's really something that Bemis is, is centered about and cares deeply about. We've got this purpose of improving people's lives, So, it, which is kind of this bold, ridiculous statement, but it's something that's absolutely core to Bemis. So it's really in the DNA of the company. And I think it's neat, too, when you think about that, improving people's lives not only applies to your products, but your overall mission and what you're able to do as a company and, and the work that you do as a company. Big time. Yeah, yeah. no question. And I also think it's interesting because... I feel like you're talking very globally, and I think that probably also lends to the fact that you spent, um, what, six years in Asia working for Bemis on the worldwide platform. Can you talk about a little bit about your time in Asia and what that brought to Bemis? Yeah. So um, when I was at university, I studied global business management, and I double majored in Chinese. So graduating, I didn't necessarily have a game plan other than I had spent so much time and effort trying to learn Chinese history, culture, language, et cetera. So I said, okay, we're, we're moving to China. So my girlfriend, Julie, at the time, now wife, we moved to China. And the game plan was, okay, let's, let's work, live in China for a year, and then kind of we'll move back. And that ended up turning into a six or seven year stint. We were up in mainland China, a city called Hangzhou for a year. Then we were in Taiwan for a couple years. That's when I joined Bemis. And then we moved to Hong Kong for about four years. And it was an unbelievable experience, meeting different people, different cultures. We get so deep into, into a broad range of different Asian cultures. Um, but that's when I joined Bemis. And, and at that time, it was more a, a sales type role, and then progressed through a range of different roles in Bemis. But to your point, in terms of just Asia in general, it's such a big component of Bemis and Bemis's business and the markets that we're in. So it's really been an area that's grown significantly over the past 25 to 30 years. So it's been, it was great. I think it's fascinating that you double majored 
and that Chinese is your second language for, and then you were immersed in the culture, can you still speak Chinese? Uh, it's okay. Um, <laughs> it's been a few years since I've been in China or in Taiwan. Obviously, there was that big COVID thing that happened yeah. recently, and that that shook up travel a bit. But yeah, if I've got some Chinese friends or colleagues, it, it's pretty funny to jump back into it every once in a while. So, how many different markets is Bemis in? So, you've got that presence in China. Are there any other countries that you're in worldwide? Let's see. So, in terms of Bemis operations and yes. facilities, uh, we've got some facilities in China, facilities in Taiwan, in Vietnam, in France, in the United States, and then a range of more regional offices like mm-hmm. technical development center, design centers, or sales offices. And those are even more kind of broad and diverse. There's a few in Europe. There's a range in Asia. Countries that I may not have hit on would be Bangladesh and Sri Lanka. And then there's a few other in North America as well. So how do you balance that as an international company when you're kind of that far spread out? What what are the keys to success in that venture? Yeah, really talented, smart people. That's that's the key. It's complex and it's confusing. And so um, having some having a range of folks at Bemis that are really talented and have really strong global experience and presence and and thinking globally uh, has a has a really big impact. Has thinking globally changed since the pandemic and in the current economic and political climate that we face? Yeah, I think that if Bemis wasn't at, didn't have such a diverse global footprint, then weathering the pandemic would have been a lot more challenging. You've probably had many conversations about supply chain disruptions, mm-hmm. so I won't even go too deep down in that path. But Bemis, like every company, felt the challenges of supply chain disruptions. The fact that we do have a pretty diverse manufacturing base, supply base, made getting through some of those challenges a lot more manageable. Um, so I think it's, I think it's critical. I think that we'd be in a much trickier position if we didn't have such a global presence. Yeah, absolutely. I think that having the ability to already have offices that were located around the world and being able to navigate it globally um, definitely lent probably ease of supply chain as opposed to where companies that were, you know, strictly based in the U.S. and were having troubles um, getting from overseas. Do you feel like that you guys have come out on the other side of this um, in a better position, having such strong ties to Asia and, and, and having business there? I'm sure that there was a lot of stress that went on. There was a lot of um, negative press about, um, you know, the virus. And I feel like um, to have a company that has such a great stake in America and a great stake globally, you know, the fact that you guys are in, you know, you're in Europe, you're in Asia, you're you're really dominating worldwide. Did you guys find that when you came back from the pandemic that you really felt better about your positioning? I would say we felt significantly better about our positioning. I think throughout the pandemic, we were fortunate, again, with that long-term mindset to continue to make investments and reinvest in the business during the pandemic and make a lot of improvements to our business and our operations and our teams and our people and our strategy um, that allowed us to continue kind of charging ahead through and after the pandemic. We're going to step aside for a quick break. We'll be back here on the Inside the North Central Massachusetts podcast. We're over in Shirley at One Bemis Way talking with Ben Howard of Bemis Associates. The business world is more competitive than ever and running a business has never been more challenging. The North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce is here to help with trusted resources, a strong business network, and a support system to keep your business and North Central Massachusetts moving forward. 
We invite you to join the nationally recognized North Central Massachusetts Chamber today. Call 978-353-7600 or visit northcentralmass.com. Welcome back to the Inside North Central Massachusetts podcast. Travis Kahn and Kat deal with our guest, Ben Howard, the Director of Sustainability at Bemis Associates over in Shirley. So I'm going to go back a little bit because when I was doing some research, I found so many interesting facts, like the Michelob fact. That that was just one of them. But um, Bemis actually started in 1910. I mean, you are over 100 years old. That's amazing. And you started in the Bemis neighborhood, which is great that you took the neighborhood name, very local feel from Watertown. Um, and you were making a chewing gum base for Wrigley. I mean, right out of the park, you're already working for Wrigley. That's that's incredible. Um, you also were doing some um, natural latex-based hot melt adhesives for some New England shoe industries. Um, how did Bemis go from the corner of the Bemis ta- neighborhood in Watertown to domination? Like, what is the progression over the last hundred years that um, obviously your long-term vision was a big part of that, but you know there had to be a lot of catalysts in there to say we're going to dominate worldwide. Yeah, I think um, like I mentioned, my dad Steve, when he came on as sales guy and business development guy, it came from a much smaller business with a few very specific applications to then starting to develop new markets, develop new industries, develop new products and applications, grow and expand the business. And that was uh, significant. That's yeah. really where some of that big change happened. Yeah, and he, he had a big impact on on taking the company a lot more global. And it essentially, it's the customer-centric or the market-centric mindset and strategy that Bemis has. And for us to be a really strong supplier to the customers and the industries that are in really following and, and making sure that we're aligning with the needs of those markets. And and especially, you know, thinking about the apparel industry as that started to become a focus market and application for us, that is manufactured globally, but with a heavy influence in Asia. So for us, that's what really brought us into Asia. And it may be surprising. I think most companies would have made a bigger Asia-oriented shift much earlier on. I think we were really fortunate that we continue to do the majority of our manufacturing still happens here in Shirley. It's still by far our biggest facility and most of our manufacturing is here, but a lot of the products going to Asia. And that was one of the other questions I have is when you have a global presence like that, sometimes you know people look at companies and say, well, they've shifted all their manufacturing overseas, but you've made a conscious effort to keep that manufacturing here in Shirley. Can you tell us the reasoning behind that decision and how you know, Bemis has been so successful? Well, if you turn on the national news, you hear so many things saying manufacturing's gone away or it's, it's, it's impossible to bring back. You can't do it here. But you've been doing it here. Yeah. The, I'm going to go back to the people. There's been some really talented engineers, operation leaders at this facility that have designed, developed, engineered really unique custom processes for extrusion manufacturing that's allowed us to stay ahead and mitigated some of the challenges associated with a really long supply chain to get to Asia. So essentially, Travis, it's the people. It's, you know, really strong, capable people that have done amazing things for BMS production capabilities that's allowed us to stay really competitive while manufacturing in the U.S. Do, you were talking about the people. How many people work at this facility in Shirley? Yeah, good question. I would say between 150 and 200 people are in this kind of greater Shirley area. The majority of that is manufacturing. Maybe two-thirds to three-quarters is manufacturing staff and then a, 
Um, a quarter to a third is is a range of different office, administrative, product development, sales and marketing type staff. So that's just for this facility. What are your what's your impact employee worldwide? Yeah, uh, we're roughly seven hundred people worldwide. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing to have such a worldwide impact and 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 to create those kinds of jobs worldwide um, and a diverse amount of jobs, like you're saying. So, um, what is manufactured here in Shirley? Is it? I, I'm I'm going to make an assumption that different locations are manufacturing different things based on um, resources um, and locations. So, is there something specific that's manufactured here? Yeah, um, you know, it's really again our core manufacturing location. So, our sew-free products, our seam tape products. Um, are mostly manufactured here. A lot of the production here also supports our U.S. and industrial markets that uh, would be customers that are in the United States or in North America. But we do a lot of manufacturing here. You know, historically, it has been, uh, you must think of like more bulk manufacturing mm -hmm. happens here and then more converting just to make it more uh, downsizing the bulk product here would mm -hmm. be done in Asia and then that distributed to customers so it's easier for them to use in their applications. Um, now, you know, to your point, you know, there's a multiple manufacturing locations that can do multiple types of, of product manufacturing so that we can be quicker and more efficient to the customers that we support. Mm -hmm. But again, here is pretty holistic and comprehensive in terms of the type of manufacturing that we can do. Yeah. You were talking about um, some of the stuff that you guys are manufacturing here. And in February this year, it was announced that Bemis was going to um, the next project at that time. Um, was going to be the creation of the Everfit 6430, which is the next generation of SoFree, which you mentioned earlier, SoFree. Um, can you tell our audience a little bit about the product SoFree and what Bemis's part was in that? Totally. Yeah, SoFree, specifically in the apparel industry, is one of our product or technology lines that's essentially replacing sewing with bonding. That's a, um, a, a core product in the apparel market. So across a range of different applications, technical outerwear, performance wear, intimates apparel, think about where clothing is stitched together and this is replacing it with bonding. Um, the Everfit series is really a new product, a new technology that um, just gives really good stretch and recovery characteristics for things like waistbands, things like bra bands, and specifically, you know, performance wear or intimates type apparel. So it's essentially a challenge that we've been working on for, oh gosh, I mean, five to 10 years where there's been customer feedback on, hey, this is really where we want to see some improvements in the Bemis technology. And the product development team, you know, developed this this new Everfit series that has a, essentially gives a major solve to a challenge that we've been working on for a long time. I think it's amazing because when you look at clothes and adhesives, I think it's common to think of it involved with like logos and different things, but to think that it could actually replace some of the stitching aspects and some of those areas that you mentioned, that's truly remarkable that you can use an adhesive in that manner. Back to your point, it's, you know, adhesives are used in a lot of places that you might not think. I, that's what I'm realizing. And, and um, it's interesting because I'm going to guess that Sofree products are also a part of um, apparel that has come out over the last few years for individuals who have um, issues with clothing, the way it feels on you, seeming being one of those. I know that that can be a real particular issue. So it's, it's it, you know, I understand that it's performance wear, but I feel like it probably crosses over to a lot of different types of apparel that is used. Yeah, absolutely. I think the, the, that, you know, the value proposition or the challenge that you mentioned there is definitely the some of the value that we bring in intimate apparel. It's really tight-fitting stuff that's on your body for a long period, and making that more comfortable has a huge impact to the wear. 
Yeah, absolutely. And with with individuals who have sensory issues, that's a great alternative is to not have tag. Like I remember when tag free happened, it was like this revolution. It's like, wow, that took that long just to get rid of a tag. And now we've come so far. And for you guys to be a part of leading that charge, that's really remarkable because it really does go back to what you said originally. And it's really about the people that you serve and trying to make people's lives better. And you truly are. So Ben, as we talk about kind of that next that next step for Bemis, and I know um, you know you've met with the chamber a couple different times and, and talked about your role as director of sustainability. What does the future of Bemis look like in terms of sustainability? And when you look at other companies, and sustainability is becoming so much more important. How much of a big focus is that to Bemis's mission in the upcoming years? Yeah, it's a big focus. You know. I- I think it's the unprecedented challenge of our time that we need to step up and address. No question about that. I think that everyone needs to find a way to make an impact and participate there. Businesses, nonprofits, the government sector. Um, So Bemis is absolutely keeping it at the forefront of how we're thinking. It's a key part of our strategy. We think fundamentally it's just the right thing to do. Um, Employees care about it a lot. Our customers care about it a lot. Our stakeholders, other stakeholders, like our community and our shareholders, they care about it a lot. So really, it's um, a big part of our strategy in in a range of different ways in terms of how we're thinking about it and how we're integrated into our business um, from an environmental impact. You know, a lot of emphasis on innovation and product development and um, how do we improve the impacts of our product? How do we bring in more recycled content, bio-based content? How do we use our products to help improve the environmental impact of the products and the applications that we're a part of. Um, we've made some investments into some pretty unique startup companies that have some pretty cool recycling technology that we could then incorporate into our products that we're, we're having a lot of fun exploring. So there's definitely a lot of impact on the product development side, but also finding other ways to integrate it into our business. You know, recently we joined 1% for the Planet as a product line member. So 1% of all Bemis seam tape sales are donated to different environmental causes. That's had a big impact. And so that's one way that we're thinking about it as well. Um, and also thinking about it from our operations. You know, we're a big global manufacturing company that has an impact because of the, our operations. So um, making sure that our facilities globally are sourcing renewable energy and are reducing the impacts that their manufacturing footprint is having. Um, so a, a lot of different ways. That I think the other one is uh, we have a, a really strong culture of community service and community engagement. And so thinking about it in that sense as well, there's really this push and in desire for Bemis employees to just get involved in the community and find, you know, things that they're passionate about in the community. And a lot of that, um, you know, there's a range of different different causes that folks volunteer and participate in human services, health and education. But also there's a lot of climate or environmental oriented stuff as well. We recently had what we call our Bemis Cleaning Green Day, which is essentially a uh, a steal and spinoff of the United Way Day of Caring, except it, you know, Bemis does it and we connect with a whole bunch of different environmental nonprofits in the area. We go out, we volunteer at those nonprofits for the morning. We come back to Bemis, we hang out in the community garden, we have a barbecue and, and just kind of hang out. So long winded answer to your question of we're keeping it at the front of our strategy and we're thinking about it pretty holistically in terms of how we integrate that thinking into our business, into our strategy, into our operations, and hopefully are influencing the people that it's touching, all the different stakeholders, employees, shareholders, customers, suppliers, and the community that we participate in. 
We've been chatting with Ben Howard of Bemis Associates over at One Bemis Way. He's the Director of Sustainability and here in Shirley. Ben, we do want to thank you so much for your time today. It really has been a pleasure chatting with you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you both. I'm really grateful for what you're doing with the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for welcoming us today. And I just want to say that for those listening, um, check out Bemis. They are at the forefront of helping um, save the planet and making people's lives better. And Ben, where can people go to learn more about what you do and what your company does? Yeah, the Bemis World Web worldwide website is probably the first place that I'd, I'd point you. Um, but Bemis has a presence on, on LinkedIn and Instagram. Those are also good platforms. Bemisworldwide.com? Yes. Excellent. Ben, thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you both. You've been listening to Inside North Central Massachusetts. This podcast is produced by the North Central Massachusetts Chamber of Commerce. For more information on this episode, links to other episodes, or if you have any questions, please visit northcentralmass.com.